Another interesting topic today on Serious and Silliness for you YouTubers. I have today a special guest, Kendra Capalbo. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Okay, That's good. The Italian in you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Better pronounce it, right? That's right. And she is a relationship therapist, correct? And you have an L-I-C-S-W. Correct. That's a lot of letters. Why don't you explain, explain that? Uh, it's a licensed independent clinical social worker. Okay. So basically you have your master's in social work and then what you have to get licensed to be a clinical social. How does that work? Yep. So um, in Rhode Island, which is where I was licensed initially, now I'm licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Mm. Um, you get an initial license, which is just a licensed clinical social worker. Mm. You're working under someone for two years. Um, you take an exam before that, and then you take another exam afterwards. So you like, kind of move up the ranks of being a social worker, a licensed social worker, um, to be able to work independently, hence the LI. Very cool. A lot of education. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. College and then two years of grad school. So. Did you did you grow up in Rhode Island? I did. So did you know Vinny Pazienza? Uh, no, no, not <laughs> I used to well, I used to, I go to, um, I haven't any years, but I used to go to a lot of the MMA fights at uh, Twin Rivers and he was typically there. So always there, right? always around, but yeah, I don't yeah. know him personally. Did you watch the movie that they made about him? Yeah, I actually thought they did a good job with that. Yeah, well, the guy who portrayed him did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy they portrayed him, they did a good job. Of course, they leave a little technicalities out, you know, Um but that's another conversation. That's that's for my that's for my boxing talk. I got a friend, and next week he's coming. And we're going to talk boxing. We'll we'll leave it for that. Yeah. Okay. But um, so you and I discussed. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a topic that's a little bit controversial, but I believe it to be true. Um, and I think coming from our backgrounds, we we I think we might actually agree on a lot of this because you're Italian from the East Coast. I'm Italian from the East Coast. Sure. And and but you're also educated. And the, uh, the, the topic is where have all the masculine men gone? That is uh, the topic. Um, I'll basically give you, I mean, everybody who watches my channel knows my background uh, originally from Brooklyn and then Staten Island, which is basically, you know, uh, Brooklyn with a uh, above ground pool in it. You know, that's basically what's that now. It's broken with an above ground pool in the backyard. <laughs> All right. Nice. And uh, the men were always a little rough around, rough around the edges. Um, I came, I grew up in a time where uh, men worked hard. And they took care of the family and they protected women. Um, and uh, they were role models for their sons and neighborhood kids. Um, and those things like that have changed significantly in the, in, um, in the last, you know, 40 years or so. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask you, I mean, I have my point of views and, but I'm going to ask you, what do you, what do you think? Why do you think this is? And do you think it is? So before I answer that, I'm curious, like, is uh, what you just described, how you would define like a masculine man? Like, is that what we're working off of? Well, we're gonna we're gonna use the the basics, okay? Uh, somebody who is a provider, a protector, um, somebody with a strong backbone, uh, somebody who could deal with uh, chaotic times, right? Um, somebody has to be the strong one in in the family, 
traditionally it was always uh the the man mm-hmm. um and uh he usually was the person to rely on in times of chaos a family member dies somebody comes down with an illness um mm-hmm. somebody you know, loses a job somebody to speak to uh as a as you know for advice mm-hmm. um <clears throat> And also uh, a protector, somebody who is going to uh, protect his wife and, and his and his uh, children, um, somebody who provides, somebody who works and goes out of his way to make sure his family has and doesn't go without. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other things as well. Um, this is a way a man holds himself the way a man carries himself the way a man you know just is gentlemanly toward toward a woman mm-hmm. is I, I believe part of being masculine i truly believe that how you conduct yourself on a date if you will um or even just being out with your family um is part of being masculine uh, but today i think the word masculine gets confused with uh being abusive you know, and I understand this toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. but I, I think being masculine and have, being toxic masculinity is two different things. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's the platform we're working off of the, the, you know, the basics, you know, how to deal with people, how to deal with situations. <sighs> ah, stupid example. Stupid. Here's a stupid example. <clears throat> My mother never looked at the check when we went out to eat. My father just paid. Never, mm-hmm. never looked at the check. Um, not, even a con- not even a concern. He took the check, he paid. And then if there were other men at the table, they would literally argue over who's paying. Yeah. Right? And um, being, good, being good to other other family members children as well so i remember as a kid <clears throat> i wanted a friend of mine to come with me there used to be this feast i don't know if you if you guys had feasts or whatnot it would be the italian feast in brooklyn and uh i wanted my friend to come with me and i was a kid and um i wanted my friend lewis to come with me so my father said yeah we'll, we'll go get him so his father had a, a social club you know so we went to go, uh, we went, and my father was good friends with his father. So we went there and uh, Louis goes to give his, his son money. And my father was pulling Louis away from him saying, you don't need any money. You don't, you don't need money. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And he's like, Lou, and he's, you know, <clears throat> and Louis and my father like got to a little, to no, my father's name was Johnny. No, Johnny, you got to take some money. You're taking him to the, you know, and, and they would, you know, things like, things like that. Yeah. I don't see things like that happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a family member dies, my father would make sure we all had black suits. He would make sure the arrangements were 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 made. He would make sure um, he would make sure that uh, uh, the dinners after were were the reservations were made. You know, to take the people to you know, just somebody that basically was a leader and, and a role model. I, I rarely see that with men today. Mm. I don't see that 
much anymore. And <clears throat> I believe that even though women want to say they don't want a man like that, I believe that they are instinctively attracted to a man like that. Well, do you think that it's that women are saying they don't want a man like that or they don't want the more of the sort of toxic masculinity? No, I think the majority of, well, first of all, we got, we have to define toxic masculinity, right? So um, when I think of toxic masculinity, I think of things like being violent, sure. uh, drinking too much, womanizing, gambling, mm -hmm. the typical things that men would always get in trouble for. But I think that label today has like spread way too wide, you know? If you're catcalling, if you're on a job site and you're catcalling to a woman that's walking by, you know, that's considered toxic masculinity. And I don't consider that toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. I consider that guys being guys, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so what, what do you think? What's your point of view before we go any further? <laughs> I mean, so in, your, in, your, in, your, in your career, in your, in when you help relationships, do you see men that I'm describing or do you see men that are more reserved where the woman is more dominant and so on and so forth? I think I have, you know, a, a decent mix of both, to be honest right now. I think I have both sides of the spectrum. I have couples where, you know, the, the man very much um, fits all of the characteristics that you're describing, but also maybe is a little, goes a little overboard with some of it, a little too controlling, in my opinion, a little too, um, the expectations a little too uh, demanding on, on his wife. Okay. Um, there's like a particular couple popping in my head as I say that. Mm -hmm. I have other couples where, you know, the, the husband is more the stay-at-home type father and the mom is the one that's you know, the primary breadwinner and, and their dynamic is obviously very different than the first couple. Right. 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 So I, I kind of have everybody across the, across the board. Well, then you're perfect to, to speak to, you know, you're, then you're the perfect person to speak to about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the younger generation, it seems to be getting worse with the younger generation. It seems like my, it's, it seems like it started with my generation, generation X, yeah, Generation X. And then it seems to have progressed. And then the Generation X used to have that um, joke about Generation Y, which is the next generation. Do you know the joke? You know, Generation Y, why should I get a job? Why should I move out of my mother's house? Yes. You know? <laughs> um, and then it seems like it's severely just getting worse and worse. And it seems like to me that women are being raised to be independent, to be dominant. You don't need a man, um, you know, Oh, uh, you got to get an education and a trade or whatnot. So you don't, which, well, not a trade, an education. So you don't need a man. You don't have to rely on a man. Um, and uh, if you're raised to be dominant, you're going to choose somebody submissive because that only makes sense. Right. Do you think that it has to be that that the description you just gave is dominant or independent because i no, see them it's, as it's, it's 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 dominant independent is an overused word independent is somebody independent is a word that people throw around to make themselves feel better well i'm very independent and then you ask why they're independent and you go well i have a job i pay bills keep a roof over my house to take care of my kids i'm like you're a functioning member of society there's there's nothing mm -hmm. um 
And quite honestly, if you are quote unquote independent and you don't need a man, well, that's not a good characteristic to take into a relationship, right? Because you need to be dependent on the next person. You need to be dependent on your wife or your husband uh, in order for that relationship to work. Um, and then, you know, if you don't need a man, then you're not going to respect the man and vice versa, you know? Uh, I just, I would disagree there. Okay, go ahead. Do you want, you want me to? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I disagree because I, I don't think that when I take my own relationship with my husband, I don't feel like I need him per se, but I want him. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be in a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And I think that by not needing him, Mm-hmm. you know, our relationship is actually on some levels is, is healthier because I'm not, you know, um, he, he's a person to me, like not someone I just like, I'm counting on to pay the bills or. No, I understand. I mean, you know but, what uh, I mean? Like, uh, yeah, maybe I, I agree with need is yeah. I'm taking the wrong well, way. Um, how does he feel? Does he feel that he wants to be wanted or needed? And I say that for a reason. I would have to ask him that yeah. question. Um, My guess is I like had this. I had this uh, conversation once before. When 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 you say want and need, I, 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 it sounds like to me, um, uh, basically, you're kind of confusing the genders, if you will. Let me explain. Of course, a woman wants to be wanted. She wants to be desired, mm-hmm. right? So, in turn, she also wants to want her man Mm -hmm. you know uh, if if you're with your husband and he desires you he wants you that makes you feel good and of course that's what every woman wants she wants to be desired by her by her husband or boyfriend or whatnot men on the other hand especially men that are raised to be uh masculine and raised to take care of the family um they want to be needed they feel good, not only when you when you are in the intimate ways, but when 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 those kind of men buy you something nice, or take care of their kids, or take you someplace nice, or uh, put an addition on the home, or or whatnot, that makes them feel good. That makes them feel needed, right? Um, and that makes them feel responsible. Feels like they're doing their job. It makes them feel like a man. And I had this question with my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law said, she says to me, you know what I said to your brother? Would you rather be wanted or needed, right? And my brother said needed. And she said wanted. And she said, well, I don't understand. And I actually had to say that. I actually had to explain that. And then everybody was like, quiet. I was like, all right, forget it. Jesus, just, you know, like, I don't mean to make everybody awkward. Just keep going. (laughs) Right? Because like, you know, if, if I buy something nice for my wife and she's happy, that makes internally me happy because instinctively men want to take care of their tribe they they are instinctively providers right and um does she need you to do that does she need me to do that like does she need you to buy her something nice or does she want you to buy her something nice she appreciates it she you know right i I understand what you're saying but uh, of course she wants it right but i'm saying her instinctual feeling is that she's going to want where men instinctually want to be needed right think about it okay um 
when a man is down and out, if he loses his job mm-hmm. and a woman and they have an argument and a woman uh, really wants to get under his skin, she'll say, so yeah, you can't even hold a job. You got no money. I got to, I got to pay for everything now because you can't hold a job. That is like getting stabbed in the heart mm-hmm. for a man. That. Yeah. Right. That is like saying, you know, and, and the, the reverse for a woman would be like, Oh, Oh, look how fat you're getting. You're not sexy anymore. I don't desire you. I don't want you anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's the, the, the correlation. So I, I think that when you, you decide, you know, need and want, those are the difference. I think we're digressing. Let's get back on the topic. <laughs> I'm good at that. Well, but it's a good, but it's a good, con- it's, it's actually a good conversational piece because it's the truth. And I think that's one of the reasons relationships have a problem is because they don't want to understand the difference, what makes a man and what makes a woman. And I think, I think a lot of people don't like, okay. Women want to, women, women today, today's women, generally speaking, are independent. I'll get into that. But they still say they want to be treated like a lady, right? Mm-hmm. They still want their car door open for them. They still want the man to pay. They still want the, the, a man to put the jacket on for them. Well, in turn, men want to be treated like men, right? So there's a way a woman goes about herself on a date or with her in a relationship that makes him feel like a man, right? And, um, knowing that a man takes me out like like i don't want if you and i are on a date i don't want you to pay Mm -hmm. okay if you pay that means you don't need me and that's not what i want a relationship i want to be able to take care of my wife Mm -hmm. so in a in a situation where like me and my wife my wife makes as much money as i do she owns a hair and nail salon she's still at work you know mm-hmm. but when we go out to dinner i pay and she knows and she could very easily pay but she knows that i pay mm-hmm. she, you know she knows on date night that i'm paying and i'm taking her out and i'm making the reservations and in turn when she gets dressed i'm telling her how beautiful she is and i'm telling her i'm opening the car door for her and so on and so forth so if if it I think there has to be that balance in order for a relationship to, to, uh, in order for a relationship to last and to, uh, you know, to uh, strive because um, those roles aren't written in stone anymore. Mm-hmm. No, those roles aren't written in stone anymore, but you can't change instinct. Right. So you still want to be called beautiful and I still want to be treated like a man. Mm-hmm. So if, if people are in a relationship and they don't, take that into consideration. I think, I think things could go horribly wrong. <laughs> All right. Anyway, whatever. We're, we're getting off on a tangent. Okay. In your, in your experience, in your career, have you um, worked with men that, uh, that aren't what, what we described men that are more, conservative, more laid back, more meek, more, um, not, uh, ambitious, not aggressive, you know, kind of, have you seen in your experience, men like that? Sure. Yeah. How, what were their, what were their backgrounds like? Like, how did they grow up? 